Mm-hmm. We're ready. We're here. We're Welcome. here. Oh Welcome. my gosh. It's so good to see your face. It's really I'm good. Sorry for the listeners that they don't get to, but I do. And I know you guys are jealous um, of me getting to see her face too. Oh my gosh. I've missed you. I've I missed know. us. I know. I miss us. <laughs> well, we're going to be more us like tonight when I get to see you in real life too, not just through a screen. So, that's oh my great. gosh. I know. I know. So, Last all the reasons. Impromptu fun times. Yeah. If anybody yeah. needs an inspiration to have an impromptu fun time, here's your calling. Here's your sign. Here's your sign. Here's your sign. <laughs> Do it to it. Yeah, hook up with your best friends, the people yes. that you love. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate whatever, celebrate just, waking up this morning just because. Yeah. So this is the Astrologic Lab podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, my name's Jennifer and I have a Virgo sun, a Leo moon and a Gemini rising. And today that means for me that I have been able to navigate with clear intention, a lot of chaos and the chaos is also of my own making. So, (laughs) so I'm riding a wave, are you? I'm, you know what? I'm learning to surf. I'm learning learning to surf. Um, Yeah, a little different than the anima situation of Tool in the late 90s where I was like going to learn to swim because everything's crumbling, but we'll go with surfing. <laughs> I think surfing is, yeah, a better option. Yeah, better option. yeah. when the waves are crashing, get, get on a board. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. And I'm Lindsay and I have a Pisces sun and a Capricorn moon and a Pisces rising And today I'm once again reminded that that might be why I'm like a master level uh, self-care guru where I don't know the, the question of self-care has come up a lot recently in my uh, academic and professional settings where I, I think it's really cool that in both places, the, the people I'm working with are really um, aware of that and kind of bringing it up. And like, for instance, my school, as part of my internship, we don't just need internship hours. We have to log in our self-care hours. And so they sent me this like, you know, cute little cartoon chart of like yeah. self-care <laughs> ideas. And I was just like, Holy crap. I do like five of these a day, every day. Yeah. You're like, I like, I am, (laughs) you know, like I could teach classes on self-care and like, I haven't you, I feel like, yeah. Yes. Well, I think by like, you know, late stage capitalist American standards, my personal level of self-care that I engage in would be considered wildly indulgent. Yes. Um, But I don't give a fuck because Uh, that's what I love. And I make time in my life to do that. If I want to take a three hour bath on a Monday afternoon, right. To schedule (laughs) my life so that I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I prioritize it. So anyway, that's what I know is that maybe that's something to do with that, but that whole Pisces Capricorn, like we make it pretty and we make it nice. Yeah, we really do. We're going to make it nice. We're going to make it. Yeah. It's a vibe. 
we it's a vibe it. and it's a cultivated on purpose vibe of it's a whole aesthetic yeah <laughs> it reminds me of like ritual like it reminds me of like um spiritual hygiene right like there's this Ooh, like yes, like, like, like that because because that piscean way of intuitively mm-hmm. knowing like hey i'm off mm-hmm. yeah and it's not it's like it. it's you know a lot of people not a lot of i whatever here's me judging this is my virgo son but mm-hmm. there are many of us i'll just include myself in that who will burn the candle at both ends until they don't even know what end is up and then they're like oh shit i went too far yes and most the piscean vibe which you hold so dearly and lovely and re- and often remind me of mm. is like, Hey, maybe we can tune into the subtle. And as soon as you start to feel off, you just say, Hey, mm. I'm going to take a little breaky break because that will be an investment. And that's your cat moon. That's the investment for the future me who needs to fucking get to town yeah, and do the work. Right. So I love it. I'm here for it. And I super you. appreciate you. And I think Thank you're you. right. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's, what's up for me. Yeah. Well, we're talking about astrology as it relates to how we cope with living on the planet at this time. Yeah. And, um, that's what we do here on this podcast best we can with what we have in the moment. That is this moment. Word. Um, well, how, how are you living? What's the most, uh, uh, cosmic thing that's happened to you recently? Well, this, um, (laughs) (laughs) this kismet, Um, I mean, the fact that I'm going to get to hug you live and in person and like heart to heart in the flesh later, like I'm already at least, at least five, I can already feel my heart center (laughs) electromagnetic field, like pulsating in joy. Like that brings me so much joy. I receive and reciprocate that. But before that, before that, before that. What was the most cosmic thing that was well? So to be be succinct, right? The most cosmic thing that's happened is that I have been um, struggling with my feelings after going through this car accident that I had with getting Mm -hmm. back on track with my goals for the year for my own business, being productive, um, you know, making moves, and I fucking just chat like tapped out, right? I did bare minimum. I did nothing. And then I did bare minimum as my body warranted. Okay. As supported by my village, which you were like head villager, (laughs) but, but still like, so by my village, they were like, fucking sit the fuck down and just chill out. And I did that because it felt so good to actually know that I needed that and then have the privilege to do that. So I did it. And then I did the bare minimum and I've been moving at a glacial pace, which is not my comfort zone, but I have had a hard time, uh, you know, feeding the capitalist beast of all of that. And so, um, I started to get worried. I started to freak out. I started to get in my head about what, uh, what am I doing? Why am I ruining my life like this? And I had like a moment. And so I put out a couple of resumes to get like a part-time job for the summer because my kids are going to be here. And I was like, well, maybe I should leave more of it. So there's a few things. So I, I now just set up this interview to go and work at, um, a sex shop for a couple days a week. Oh so my God. Like, I love that for you. I know. Right. I love this for me. And I'm like, so I, so, but as soon as this is the cosmic thing that happened, of course, I'm going to get the job because why wouldn't they, why wouldn't yeah. they want me? In no, they're like, are you serious? You're so like, qualified. they should yeah. you really legit. 
Seriously. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, but, but, but what happened is literally I pushed send on the thing and like three clients asked me for readings. Because <laughs> the universe is so like, now wait that? a minute, bitch. Like, what do you make of that as a sign? Is that right? like. So, the, so I literally was like, well, maybe I should not. So here's the sign is that I still had this urge to go into the world and do some work and see what that was because that's an urge. And it also gave me the confidence to realize like, I also don't need this. I don't have to do this. And if it feels unaligned once I'm there, I don't have to stay. And it can be whatever I want for however long I want and be the experience I want it to be, which is, yeah, it's fine. So, um, and I would like to travel a little bit more and I do need to catch up a little bit and it can be a way for me to catch up a little bit. So we'll see. Nice. Um, I'm not interested in cutting into any of the work that I'm doing. So it'll be an interesting. No, path. but maybe like, maybe the sign is that by following your instincts on that, that like the other stuff will flow to it you comes. even stronger because right. you're honoring this piece of you that that needs that as almost even a release. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to make any decisions. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna, but like, yeah. just to, I mean, I don't know. I got to say, I am very much enjoying my internship, which right? takes me out of the home. Having some coworkers. Six hours, a couple days a week. Love it. And it's, you know, yeah. It's, I'm like, I'm ready to be around some people that, mm-hmm. you know, I can vibe with that are outside yeah. of the home that are not like my clients or my friends. Like I'm for real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was, like a lot of my clients are my friends and vice versa. So like, still, like still. a lot of my, like a lot of my best friends from my adulthood are people that I knew from my job, especially in my twenties, yeah. my you know, their professional colleagues. And mm-hmm. so, you know, like that's a great place to go and expand your friend group and just kind of meet some other people in that fun kind of liminal space where, yeah, you aren't like so emotionally attached to them. Like it's not a career friends and family and and they're not your clients where you have to create, you still have to create a professional boundary, but not in the same like strict ethical way you do when it's you know you're a teacher and they're a, a student or a, a that's not gonna be a, the mental load of this job is not going to be yeah um <laughs> the same right it'll be something that I can do and I had been you know when I well, needed to make a lot like my job showing houses yeah so like right Where I make like- this like very very part-time income like I was adding it up and I have like five different random income streams at this point in my life and right I just I love the way I've pieced my life together I think that that's me, lovely. but it's like a very I like that this one which is actually the thing I make most of my money from is like so low stakes right and that's why it doesn't take a lot of you know my energy for critical thinking and yeah. then yeah, something that comes naturally. And when I get to go home, when I go home, when I'm not working on it, I, I put it down. It's put done. it down and it's done. Yeah. That's how I'm and feeling about this. I get to go and work. And like when people come into the shop and be like, oh, what do you, you know, and I can mm-hmm. tell them, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. we can talk all mm-hmm. day about sex and pleasure and 
you know, so I love that. Fantastic. I'm excited. Um, what's the most cosmic thing that's happened to you recently? Well, I guess just what I was kind of mentioning my internship and all that has just been like a massive cosmic alignment situation. Um, yeah, like even your extension, tell people your extension. One, one, one. Right. When you texted yeah. me, about, I was like, like, they just ran, they were like, so by the way, that on purpose. <laughs> no, like, no, but these, the people that, that are there and just the way that they deliver their services in this peer-to-peer model where they're, it's not like they, they eliminate this hierarchy, this idea that. that, oh, I'm the, I'm the expert and you're not. And it's like, no, no, no. We get to honor that these folks are the expert in their own experience. They yeah. are the expert in their life story yeah, and, the and authority they're of your discussing these things in group sessions um talking about stuff I have personal experience with mood disorders and substance abuse and the depression anxiety these things and um so it's just uh you know I even told them like it's amazing that I've been in this space where the fact that I do have bipolar type 2 or at least that's my diagnosis and that uh you know, I have had these experiences are actually really, they're, they're not just an asset, but they're an open asset. I've always known that they were an asset in that because the, the, the ways that I have gone through those things and survived those things have made me into this incredibly strong, hardworking person. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yes to this. Yeah. Who can like take a lot of shit like, and is still pretty like chill and no nonsense about stuff. And I, it takes a lot to really, really phase me. Like yeah, you're an incredible, really, really like, know. and like, yeah, do, like, you know, like do life with, be around, have fun with. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, easy. I know how to live. I know how to live well. I know how to live joyously. And yeah. it's a goddamn miracle. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> and a gift. It's but a it's gift. just I I get to say those words bipolar. I get to say those yeah. things out loud in this space, and it truly is an asset. And it's an it's it it doesn't it's not a secret. It's yeah. not the thing that like people don't know about. It's not the me. you know they talk a lot about masking now. Like what when we come yeah. into the space, even if we're talking, most there's probably, no imposter syndrome here. Right. There's like people no are just like, hi, I'm owning my feeling stuff. like I'm hiding anything. Mm-hmm. And it truly, truly is an asset. I already have like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really, really loving it. That. And the people there are loving me and everything is falling into beautiful place. And yes. I'm because so I'm happy going into summertime. I'm just like, I love it. I'm at a really good place. So I love that. Well, I love it. Well, up. so, <laughs> um, in, I, I do want to, you know, mention if you're interested in more astrology work in general, um, I'm teaching classes in the astrologic lab. Yes. We had one this morning Ooh. and, um, we talked about transits I picked up a new software that I learned about at the astrological conference, talking about talking to people who are in alignment and not hiding. I've, Oh girl, I went to this astrological conference and I've never been in a room so full of people who, when I say, well, the moon's in Sagittarius right now, we're like, I know. And then a whole conversation happens after that, or 
I have Pluto in Libra and they're like, me too. And a whole conversation comes in after that. <gasps> or we say, wow, you've got, <sighs> you know, or there's like, there's like one guy sitting alone, looking antsy, looking over at me. I'm like sitting alone, looking kind of antsy. And I look at him and I say, are we going to talk? And he's like, yes, we are. And I sit down and it's because we both have Gemini placements. Cause we're like, we're not talking. We're not productive. And then a third person comes in like a little penguin is like, can I sit between you two on this bench? And we're like, yes, you can. And she's got a Gemini rising and we're all sitting up here. <laughs> we had 90 billion conversations made up about 6 billion words and got an audience by the end who were like, this is the Gemini bench. Right. And we're like, ha, 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 ha. and it was just like, what? where are we? It was that so is amazing. Incredible. Incredible. Wow. And so I want to kind of put out there in the world that there are massive kinds of upgrades happening for humanity and our consciousness through astrological connections. Like we're learning about cosmic archetypes. We're changing the stories around some of them. There's just really cool things happening in that space. And I came out so inspired and thrilled to be part of it. Um, there's even an astrological library being formed by an astrologer by the name of Jen Zart, who's down in Olympia, 5,000 titles of astrological writings oh that's opening God. this month. I think I might've missed the opening, but at any rate, I'm, I, you know, we need to make a field trip. I'm just like, yeah, girl trip. You know, I know how oh. you love a good library, just like me. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. obsessed with libraries. I know. We'll, we'll, <laughs> We'll have one one day, but I know we have one of those ladders on wheels. That's, oh my God. That's the only requirement like I really have. Really grease those wheels too. Cause I want, I want oh, to be girl, able to I'm all over it. We'll grease the wheel in the dome. I want a dome library dome. Oh my gosh. Okay. Multi-level. I actually, girl, I have one. I can take you to <gasps> in Port Townsend. Let's well, go right here now. Port Townsend. Turn it off the mic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, it's we're secret. going. It's a secret. It's a secret. Geodome with a stargazing tower and a library like that. Ah! I'll take you. I'll take you. Uh, I'm going to, oh my. Okay. All right. Moving anyway, on. Secrets. <laughs> so, um, and if you're interested in learning astrology though, and becoming yes. sort of like the nerd group, um, then please go check out paintagoddess.com and sign up to come to the lab. There's tons of videos and workbooks and shit that you can learn from already. And then we have live classes every week ish through the summer. We're going to do a lot of cool, um, transit astrology. I'm trying to teach people to look at the transits that are happening now and the new software that I picked up by way of meeting some folks at the conference, um, has really changed the way I look at charts and I really love it. Mm. Or, or at least the way I like can show people. Cause it all of a sudden you, yeah. You have to come see it. I'll show you. Lindsay. I, yeah, I'm really cool interested. software. I'm it's super interested. I really want to know more and more and more about transits lately. Um, I've just, I, for me, I'm such a visual learner yes. that I do feel like I wish that I could take what I know from my chart and look at my timeline of my life and yeah. just put down like if I could just see it in a list of like, okay, age 43 is when you're going to have this planetary yeah. return and, opposition. and then I can research what's up with that yeah. at that point. But yeah. I, 
Well, there um, is there is full a fledged novice at understanding that about my chart and like there is a book that's um I would recommend and I might bring it tonight to show you but it does kind of encapsulate and and put together all the different transits that are these rites of passage really and we've right. given them names you know like the Uranus opposition that happens at 43 which is what I'm experiencing is generally called the midlife crisis sure, now sure. you know it always depends. But we always hear about the return of Saturn. Yes. Too. Well, so it might be interesting. I could, because of all the work that I've done, I could literally list out <laughs> that because each, each planet does have a cycle and they're repeating cycles and you only get a few of this many in this, you know, whatever. So but the year, the age, the age, the, yeah, yeah. all of us, right? All like of us, it'd be the same, but, but then what's cool about the lab is that then you get to think about each of those natal points as a seed, right? So mm -hmm. when you have Jupiter in, uh, well, where, so if you have your, yeah, what's, give me a planet and give me this. The, okay, my Jupiter is in uh, 10 degrees, 10.17 degrees Scorpio. Okay. So 10 degrees Scorpio. Sure. All right. Scorpio yeah. is the water fixed sign. So if you think about a seed of growth, which is what, um, you know, Jupiter is this growth expansion. And mm -hmm. you think about how something grows in deep, dark water. You think about maybe the coral blooms, or maybe you think mm -hmm. about um, how the luminescence happens in that deep, dark water mm. so, that, so that the animals can see each other or what happens because that's- Well, I do know how to produce light in the dark. Yes, I mean, fucking that do. is one of my gifts in yes. this life is and if to that's your always know how to navigate those murky waters yes. and create life from, or light from seemingly nothing. Yes. So. so there's this, there's this sense that Jupiter brings that light to that area, that light of expansion, that optimism right mm -hmm. now if you think about any planet like a full like a like a lunar lunation a lunar cycle there's going to mm -hmm. be a first quarter and a full moon a last quarter and a new moon gotcha and that is yeah. the cycle now jupiter is really easy because it's 12 years okay. so the first quarter happens in three years okay the first half the opposition the full moon quote unquote of the jupiter in your natal chart happens at six years old and oh. then you get uh what nine years old three more years and then the completion of that first jupiter cycle happens around 12 which happens to be when women menstruate or women with or, or you know bodies with uteruses menstruate and um that's the well, first mine didn't cycle. happen till 15 so right. i guess on my jupiter cycle i'm a little right. well which would be we interesting always knew i was a little bit of a late bloomer <laughs> right late bloomer so it'd be interesting to track that now of course mm -hmm. i always like to say like maybe it's astrology maybe trauma interrupted certain things right so oh no i know what interrupted it yeah yeah, yeah. athletics athletics yeah. right right so my mother like though growth? i know for a fact my mother's was more in alignment if right. I, I if i had not been involved in the kind of extreme athleticism yeah. i was that involved shifts at the time growth cycles i mean if you break out if you break a leg if oh you no girl in eighth grade they were trying to give they were trying to convince my mom to get me injected with growth hormone human growth hormone because of my but then a sports medicine specialist was like oh no if if a young girl, like I was training as a gymnast 40 plus hours a week. Yeah. That's like, going to cause uh, that produces testosterone yeah. in the body, not estrogen. Yeah. 
And they were right. As soon as I quit two weeks later, I had my period. That's so interesting, right? So, so here's the thing. So with Jupiter, we have these 12 year cycles and, and, and in a lot of ways we look at Jupiter oppositions more than we look at the quarters, but mm-hmm. I have a workbook that I created that's in the lab where you can track that. And then there's prompts for each version. Now, if you look back and you say, I want to work with Jupiter, how have I grown through my life? You know, we've had, I've had lots of members who are like, you know, whoa, because they realized when that growth cycle was interrupted and some of that stuff, they repeat every time that growth cycle hits uh-huh. because it's hitting those aspects, right? So if you got a first quarter, so you're, so the other part, is you have a fixed um, quality, right? To that mm. seed. Now, my Jupiter is in Cancer. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a cardinal water, right? Mm. So I'm going to have a, cor- a, a cardinal cycle. Does that make sense? So like the lunation yeah. hits those quarters and it's going to be, or the lunation, the cycle hits those quarters and it's going to be, um, you know, hitting that point. And if you think about the, the moon work and the moon cycle, the first quarter is about hard work. The full moon's about gratitude and actualization, realization. The last quarter is about, so it's like there's a, if there's like an external conflict, a realization, an internal conflict on the last quarter and a resolution and a, and a clearing out at that return. And then it's the say yes for, for Jupiter, it's the fuck yes. Right. So when you're, when you have that Jupiter return, it's the fuck yes year right? You're like, yes to everything. So if you know, Ooh, I love that where you are on that cycle, you can, you can judge and be like, Oh, I can take more on. Oh, no, oh my God. Can't. Like I'm already, I'm, I'm like, yeah, you're mapping. I'm like mapping it yeah. right here. And yeah. So when Jupiter's wow, in- my fuck yes years, you're absolutely spot on. Yeah. So that is that the next one. So that means like my fuck yes year was like 15 but then it was also 27 and like, oh yeah, that was definitely mm-hmm. a big time fuck yes year. Yes. Ooh, yes. So like, if you, if you track Jupiter Ooh. and look at, it's like, oh, okay. So last year, 39. Yep. Yeah. There's, 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 there's a, there's a cycle that's repeating. And again, mm-hmm. you'll hit those same bumps sometimes on your growth path. Um, and, you know, say you, you know, for you, if you've got that fixed, um, Scorpio, then mm-hmm. you're going to look at, uh, the fixed water, right? Then you, the next one, the fixed sign is, um, Aquarius. So your first mm-hmm. quarter is when Jupiter's in Aquarius. That's your first oh. quarter Jupiter time. And then your Jupiter opposition, your Jupiter full moon, quote unquote, is, um, when Jupiter is in Taurus. And mm-hmm. then when Jupiter is in that last quarter, that fixed, um, a uh, fire sign of Leo, that's your last quarter, right? So when we think about the, the themes of it, we say, oh, I'm going to have a new, I'm going to have a new growth site, like a new, a clearing out. I'm going to clear it out and I'm going to make new intentions and set new intentions like a Scorpio would. Mm, right? I like growth. that. Okay. I'm going to set off with my backpack like a Scorpio would or whatever. I'm going to get my scuba gear on. Right. And it's, and it's, and it's water. So it's emotional, it's fixed and it's intense. Right. So your growth is focused on that seed and then it's, and then it travels around. So I just, I love the, I love the thought of Jupiter being very, you know, fool, you know, of the, you know, it's like everything is possible. You say yes. And it goes on that fool's journey. So anyways, beautiful. I'm a nerd about it. And if you want to come learn about it, come join the lab. And then also, if you don't want to just learn about it, you just want horoscopes, you can come join my Patreon 
and you can pay $5 a month and I'll give you your, the scopes for the energies. It's not personal, but it's progress. And it's in, it's like all of that stuff. So, oh my anyway, God. Okay. My plug. I just have to say it's three 33 right now. Oh fuck. Uh, while we're doing this and like, <laughs> I don't know why, but for the last week, every time I look at the clock, it's 3.33. Why? Why is that? Okay. I don't know. I'm not a numerologist. Yeah. So three, three is actually this, you know, know, it's I knew enough to know that Um, one, one, one as an extension was cool, but like three, 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 it's that next level. Well, I'm going to shut a window real quick because my neighbor just decided to go ahead and use a leaf blower (laughs) because we live in a chaotic world. Um, well, so we're talking about, we're going to talk about the full moon a little bit, um, today. So that's kind of what we're doing. Um, the full moon happened, um, Tuesday morning at 4 32 AM. And I'm going to pull up, I'm going to pull up the chart and I'm going to pull up, um, the, the thing I wrote about it too. Okay. So that was so that you can kind of land with me. Yes. Yes. That was Tuesday, the 14th. Yeah. Um, and this, this full moon was, um, in the sign of Sagittarius, we had a new moon on the 30th in the sign of Gemini. And that's how full moons and new moons work. They're generally in the opposite sign, um, across the zodiacal wheel. And, um, and so when we had that new moon in Gemini seeding all of our new moon intentions in that communicative space, in that space of being, um, really clear with your intention and, and communicative, talkative, looking at our ideas and thoughts and our nervous system. We talked about that last podcast. Mm -hmm. And so now we're at this full moon and, um, it was at 23 degrees of Sagittarius it happened at mm. 4 51 AM Pacific standard time, the morning of the 14th, my daughter's going to come in the door. Um, she's just getting off the bus. So we're going to just <laughs> m- mitigate that. Um, but this moon was also trying to Mars and Chiron in Aries. So Mars and Chiron are like traveling together right now. Mars is the planet of aggression and power, the war chief, right? Eros, Mm -hmm. this very dominant masculine kind of energy that says, I will, Mm -hmm. um, you know, initiate this transformation, this change, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, in conjunction with Chiron, which Chiron is the wounded healer. And it looks at those really core ego wounds in Aries. So mm. I think that that trine with the moon, the full moon there, it's like naturally helping us to confront those conflicts we have of, of the ego that says, well, I want what I want, but you want what you want. And if I want what I want, and it includes you, it's like, oh, do I get to decide what I want and, and, and require you to do the things that I want you to do? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. That's not a good relational, uh, dynamic. Um, but Venus is also conjunct the North node in Taurus right now. And Venus is at home in Taurus. She's just Mm. building love temples saying, come, come soak in a three hour bath, Lindsay, Yeah, you know, so there's this conjunction of that North node that happened as well in the full moon. I wrote this. 
The power of healing and vision is here. This full moon will create the perfect container for starting something that will give you so much wisdom and full creative freedom to express yourself. The ego is strong-willed now, but you will see yourself as whole, not just as this one aspect of your being. Healing the individual wounds while tending to the collective wounds that have been festering is a huge wake-up call to the world. There may be also a lot of potential for heat waves and fires, so keep an eye out for your fellow humans and drink plenty of water. Create a sustainable mission in your home, community, or on some level. It is necessary to give back to the resources that we extract from the earth. Fertilize and nourish your gardens. Put out water for the bees. Beautiful. I, I, in some ways, predicted natural forest fires. I don't think I was correct, which is great news for me, even though. Well, in Arizona, yes. You there know, was. Here, no. No. But down there and then the entire uh, south and southwest, as far as I know, is experiencing a pretty, pretty intense heat wave. Okay. We- well, yeah, heat waves. So I was in Colorado this last weekend during just mm-hmm. before the full moon and they had their first heat wave of the year and water. Yeah. Water is an issue. I was like, Oh, we drove by a place that had always had water and they're like, there's no water here now. So, wow. or less, yeah. Lots less, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, I write these kind of to help us deal with what we're all going through. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know Sorry, what else you said about squeaky chair here. I'm just realizing what a squeaky chair this is. I just had to get up <laughs> yet again, because my kitten went to go rip a mobile out of a window. It's not good. He's not a, good. he's a spry 11 month old kitten right now, or I don't know, 10, 11 months. We're not entirely sure but he's just very rambunctious. I love it. Well, yeah. Getting into all kinds of trouble and causing noise in the background. So this is the, I want to show you this. Can you see? Ooh, this is the new software. I'm getting a little bit of a screen share for our listeners who can't see what she's. I know it's so So here's, here's the magic. So here's the magic. So here's the, we'll look at the full moon. Mm Mm-hmm which was, oh, no, this is the next full moon. Okay, that's the, the next full moon. I'm in the wrong. So, ba ba do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nope. I did that what? again. I did the same thing again. Oh, no, that was it. <clears throat> Never mind. Okay. Yeah, it's this, <laughs> it's this one. Get it together. Um, okay, here yep, we are. Here we are. So June 14th, 2022. So if we like look at, if we say, well, you can click on Mars and Chiron and then it takes away everything else and you can just see what is at play with that energy. And, um, and then if you want to see the sun and moon, right. So how Uh that works. So what I'm doing is I'm clicking on one as like celestial body and it only shows the aspects from that celestial body to the others in this software, which is really cool and helpful to singularize like the thoughts. Um, Mm -hmm. so the other things that's happening at this full moon, which I don't go into like a complete exhaustion is there's a square to Neptune. So, you know, the sun square to Neptune is interesting because, you know, it's a closing square 
which means there's an internal conflict and the 25 degree of Pisces that Neptune is in, it's like, we are approaching like high spiritual awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of people who are finally like, whoa, I'm a spiritual being beyond like dogma. Mm-hmm. Dogma, nations, borders. <laughs> yeah. So that dissolving, that's a really great point. That dissolving border situation that feels really scary probably for some and for others it's like yeah let's go mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah so but um I think that the internal conflict of like well where are my boundaries how do I how do I want to you know if we can't even figure it out for ourselves how are we going to do it for a country yeah yeah you know oh, that's an easy judgment thing you know so I I don't know I think this time with Um, and I, I've been watching Neptune and Pisces a lot because the last time Neptune was in Pisces was like when we invented insane asylums. Oh, it's very like, it's, it's really, um, Hmm. let's hide all of the ugly stuff in some way, or let's, let's, let's not make space for, for those people in our society. And nowadays we're like making spaces, safe places for people who don't quote unquote fit in. I feel like I am blessed to be working at one of those such spaces right now because it literally is a place where like it's not just group sessions they can get one-on-one support if they want but there's also just like a hangout day room Mm -hmm. and then referral services out but it's like amazing you don't have to be anything but over the age of 18 to come in and hang out they don't you know, it's not, not like, Hey, are you crazy enough? Or, Hey, are you whatever? Like, that's even, you don't have to, yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to even tell them like you can show up to certain groups, but you don't have to ever disclose what your diagnosis is or is not. And so I just, I just love that, that like their whole thing is just like, no, we are, we are literally just here for community support. And we are just here to be community, a community, a space where people can form relationships And they, I have talked to them about you and us and Mm -hmm. and some of our visions for the future. I've talked, like, we've already determined that more than one of us are Pisces in the office. They're very (laughs) astrology as well. Uh, They're like, so into all of that. And um, yeah, I just, I think that they are they are definitely people who have been on this mission for a long time and trying to kind of replicate what they are doing all around and what I'm hearing from them and other people in the community is that like this is one of the only places that does it like this in the entire region Uh, like yeah they get people from Eatonville coming to Tacoma for this which is is every other place is some clinical setting and most of the clinical settings around here have like you know medic medicare or medicaid or whatever like they have a certain number of weeks that they'll pay for and so these clinical settings they're like yeah we'll take you if you're struggling but as soon as that 
we that money runs out they just say that you you've graduated yeah and you no longer qualify to get so anyway I just yeah the structure like like what you're talking about is kind of what these gals and these people running this uh place are envisioning too is like just breaking that down and being like we don't need you know we're not beholden to when your insurance is or is not going to run out we're running on you know donations and grants and all these other right volunteers and right um, well I mean I spoke to a friend of mine who is in foundation work and she's like there's money everywhere everywhere there's money everywhere to pull into funds that make sense for people and if you're building the structures this is why like when I look at like, we're looking at a chart right now of the full moon mm-hmm. and I, I highlighted the South node, which is in Scorpio. And so mm-hmm. it shows that there's this opposition, of course, to the North node, but also, you know, the North nodes traveling with Uranus and Venus and Pallas right now. And mm-hmm. Uranus is about kind of chaos or breakthroughs, right? This disruption that happens. So the disruption can also be like, I've, I've called it before, like the counterculture. If you watch mm-hmm. Uranus, it's the counterculture. Taurus is like our resources, mm-hmm. our safe places, our comfort, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people um, in generations past thought of it as a value if you could like shut down and suppress your emotions so that everyone else is comfortable, even if you are not. And we're over that for yeah, sure. I know. So, yeah. so now people who are like, hey, I'm not comfortable, but you know what? I'm gonna create safe spaces for people like me and call them in. Right. And that is something that I think is really beautiful. And the, the Uranus and Taurus transit as a whole is a really um, highlighting things like um, labor unions, Mm -hmm. you know, dignity, where you work dignity, where you um, uh, where you uh, like how you're valued. If you're not, so, you know, people who are quote unquote disabled, you know, Mm -hmm. have been kind of like sidelined during the pandemic. It's like, oh, there are only disabled people that are dying. It's like, okay, so their lives, cool. Thank you. Um, My, the place where I'm at, their whole thing is that they serve quote unquote disabled people. And, you know, I didn't even know much about people that are labeled this by the government until now. And it's like, they, you know, like I said, I have a mood disorder. They do too. Some of them, that's their disability is that, right. you know, their bipolar is severe enough that that qual- it, it qualifies them for that. And what I'm learning is just horrifying right. about yeah, the system of that. them being labeled that and signing up because they're not, yeah, you're not support. it's like, it's just ridiculous. It's like some of them are fully capable of going and working a part-time job, but they maybe can't, they have to like they have to search for under the table work because yeah, they have to fully are, be unemployed. Benefits are not benefits. enough right. to actually pay for, yes. you know, everything, but it's just enough to put any more than that. Yeah. Then suddenly they don't qualify for yeah. any support at all. Right. So it, it is absolutely a sentence to poverty. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. It like completely, um, yeah, forces them into they're not feeding, they're not feeding the the late stage capitalist monster that is no, but I I do want to also say this just because I feel like if anybody is in Washington State and is listening to this right now and wants to do something that's super in alignment with that Pisces or uh what did you say is Uranus and Taurus? Yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, but no, you said oh Neptune Neptune and Pisces. Pisces. 
mm-hmm. yeah, like super in alignment with that is that in Washington state, you can become what they called call a certified peer counselor through the state simply by taking a free online 40 hour course. And once you take that free 40 hour online course, and it's really, they are encouraging folks who have overcome their own issues, whether it's, you know, documented or not, you don't have to have a diagnosis. You don't have to qualify at all. But if you're just somebody who wants to be a peer, a friend and have this certification, which they will actually, there are clinics out there that are hiring people who have this specifically, but also like, even if you just are somebody who wants to support other people in your community and it doesn't even have to be for money, but like 40 hours of your education and time, and then you're qualified as this, that this might even be that can help your community and it's free. Do you feel like that would help me as an astrologer even? I do because I think just, like, that's what I'm like, it's being mostly an like, education. Just take that. It's mostly like a training on how to communicate with people and kind mm-hmm. of how to, um, kind of, you know, try to overcome your own maybe biases mm-hmm. and things like this so that you are, uh, really in a position to support in a non-judgmental yeah. uh, way. And I need that. Like as it, a recovering it Virgo, is, like, it really is just like a, <laughs> here's, you know, here's some things to think about when you're asking questions here, how, here's how to listen beyond the words. Right. Um, I love that. I think that yeah. that's a really great, that's an amazing resource. Thank you for sharing. I do too. Yeah. I mean, I, I like anything like that. That's like, well, it's sh- open sourced. It's then, free. Send me that link and I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. I will. That's amazing. Well, yeah. I feel like I'm going to take the training. So, right. Yeah. yeah I'm going to, yeah. that sounds like an amazing thing to do. Um, and I would like to take that training too, because I think it would help me with my work and my client work. Yeah, we or, have or living friends. life. We have other <laughs> friends in the yoga. I think community. everybody needs a peer, cer- a peer uh, certified peer certified peer counselor. counselor. But yeah. um, yeah, yeah. I have. We have. I wonder if there are other friends in the yoga community that are now yes not going to go ahead and take it as well. Yeah, yeah, if that's a resource the state provides, it's like how how would it not support your community? Yeah, I mean, a person in the community who is aware of, and it's not the sort of, it's not like the certification. Like, there's a big difference between a certification and a license. Okay, so a state board or a license means that you are then bound and limited to a certain set of rules and Mm -hmm. um, things like that, or you will lose your ability to practice. A certification like this does not is not bound by those same rules. So please don't ever get hung up on that and be like, oh my gosh if I get the certificate then and then it, I go and I counsel someone in astrology and right it makes you liable I'm gonna somehow. run afoul of some sort of state <laughs> committee uh-huh. that's gonna get you and tr- it's not that I know I have okay? everybody sign this a waiver really like, is just like hey <laughs> anybody can be a supportive peer yes you know? cheers to support and I think peers. that that's you know whether they intended it to be a great tool for the uh, revolution or not, it's there. Tools for the revolution. (laughs) 
Um, speaking of, um, we have a revolution to, um, get to, so we're going to probably close this podcast. Oh my gosh. Yes. The, the liberation of Miss Maggie Cole. That's correct. Um, So, you know, dubbing it her liberation party. I'm so excited. We're going to celebrate with some bites and bubbles and, um, I'm very excited to have you all over to our lovely celebrate with y'all. I know that um, Maggie's going to embrace her next chapter with like the same enthusiasm she does everything with. So I can't wait to see what she does. Oh, you know what? She's going to take all of that magic and healing that she is and has, and she's going to give it to people who actually want it. Oh my goodness. Which is what the major difference. Yeah. (laughs) Major difference. By the way. um, Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by you're not for everyone and <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying like yeah. she, she was working with a captive audience who really didn't yeah. want to be there. Yeah, it's really And now tough. she will get to work with folks who are like oh my gosh, they are, gimme, gimme are enthusiastically consenting to yes, <laughs> enthusiastic consent. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm so excited. Okay. Can't wait to hug you soon. I know. I can't wait to hug you soon. And, um, and do this again also yeah. very soon. I hope we are, we're going to do this probably in two weeks, right? When the moon is new again. Okay. Yeah. Well, Until then. Yeah. Yeah. It's not you. Remember it's really not you. Yeah. It's the full moon in Sagittarius. Yeah. So blame it on that. (laughs) All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Once again, this is the Astrologic Lab podcast where we are talking about astrology as it relates to how we cope with living on the planet at this time. Please share this. This work is from our hearts and we so appreciate you being here. We'll see you next time.